Good morning and welcome to all pilgrims and visitors to Martyr's Shrine. May your day be one filled with peace and blessings. Today is the 24th Sunday in Ordinary Time. The celebrant of this Mass is Father Michael Knox, con-celebrant Father John O'Brien. This Mass will be offered for the Alanak the Alanic family in thanksgiving. Please stand and join in our opening hymn, number 611 in the Blue Gather hymnal, All Creatures of Our God and King, number 611. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. Sisters and brothers, each of you have come this day to walk with St. John de Brebeuf and his companions, or perhaps too to share in this day when we remember in our hearts Our Lady of Sorrows. But in doing so, you have dedicated this day to God. The Jesuit community here and all of the staff pray that this be a time of healing and peace for you as you journey with the martyrs on these sacred grounds. We are very grateful uh, to have with us today Father John O'Brien, who is the Assistant for Vocations for the Jesuits of Canada. So if there's any young men out there who are thinking of a vocation to the order, 
track Father John down at the back of the church. Or he will track you. Or he will track you, he said. Oh, careful. As we prepare to enter into these sacred mysteries, we are mindful of the fact that as pilgrims, there are times when we fall and we struggle in our relationship with the Christ we follow. And there are other times of great joy and consolation where we embrace him in a moment of grace. Counting on his love and mercy, we turn to him, seeking his forgiveness and compassion. Let us pray. Look upon us, O God, creator and ruler of all things. 
and that we may feel the working of your mercy, grant that we may serve you with all our heart. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Let us be seated and listen to the living word of God. A reading from the book of Exodus. The Lord said to Moses, go down at once. Your people whom you brought up out of the land of Egypt have acted perversely. They have been quick to turn aside from the way that I commanded them. They have ca cast for themselves an image of a calf and have worshiped it and sacrificed to it and said, these are your gods, O Israel, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt. The Lord said to Moses, I have seen this people, how stiff-necked they are. Now let me alone so that my wrath may burn hot against them and I may consume them. And of you I will make a great nation. But Moses implored the Lord his God and said, O Lord, why does your wrath burn hot against your people, whom you brought out of the land of Egypt with great power and with a mighty hand? Remember Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, your servants, how you swore to them by your own self, saying to them, I will multiply your descendants like the stars of heaven, and all this land that I have promised I will give to your descendants, and they shall inherit it forever. And the Lord changed his mind about the disaster that he planned to bring on his people. The word of the Lord. Your response is, I will get up and go to my father. I will get up and go to my father. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. I will get up and go to my father. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and put a new and right spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. I will get up and go to my Father. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. The sacrifice acceptable to God is a broken spirit, a broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. I will get up and go to my Father. Beloved, I am grateful to Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has strengthened me because he judged me faithful and appointed me to his service, even though I was formerly a blasphemer a persecutor, and a man of violence. But I received mercy because I had acted ignorantly in unbelief, and the grace of our Lord overflowed for me with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. 
the saying is sure and worthy of full acceptance that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of whom I am the foremost. But for that very reason, I received mercy so that in me as the foremost, Jesus Christ might display the utmost patience, making me an example to those who would come to believe in him for eternal life. To the King of the ages, immortal, invisible, the only God, be honor and glory forever and ever. Amen. The word of the Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Glory to you, O Lord. All the tax collectors and sinners were coming near to listen to Jesus, and the Pharisees and the scribes were grumbling and saying, This fellow welcomes sinners and eats with them. So he told them a parable. Which of you, having a hundred sheep and losing one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one that is lost until he finds it? And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders and rejoices. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep that was lost. Just so, I tell you, there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over ninety-nine righteous persons who need no repentance. Or what woman, having ten silver coins, if she loses one of them, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? When she has found it, she calls together her friends and neighbors, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the coin that I had lost. Just so I tell you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
sisters and brothers in Christ, there is but a simple message present in the readings and the gospel that we have shared in this morning. Namely, it is an invitation for us to love and to be open to experiencing love. To be loved and to love. Each of us in our lives right now, I am sure, if we closed our eyes and thought about the people that we know, that we work with, or perhaps a stranger that we have encountered, have someone that we must reconcile with. Perhaps it's a sister or a brother. Perhaps it's a child. Perhaps it's someone we loved in the past. Perhaps it's a member of our religious community for those among us who have vows and live in religious life. Perhaps it's an employee at work who treated us poorly or was not effective in their job and we were held accountable. Perhaps it's someone who owes us money and has yet to pay. Perhaps it is someone who has stolen from us or hurt someone we love. In our daily lives, lives filled with grace and sin, it is undoubtable that there is a woman or man, younger or older than us, in which we hold this situation. It is also likely true that there is an opportunity in each of our lives to be open to the possibility of feeling love. Sometimes the hardest thing in life is to believe that we are lovable. To believe that our wife or husband can truly love us. To believe that our boyfriend or girlfriend would really love us enough to commit themselves forever in marriage. Perhaps we find it hard to believe that our friends really love us for who we are, not what we do or say or what we can give them. Perhaps we feel caught up at times in knowing whether we are truly liked and respected in our workplace or whether people are simply being polite. Some of us maybe wonder in our hearts if our parents truly loved us despite our own failures and our struggles. Some of us, perhaps many of us, may in our heart of hearts wonder if God could truly, totally love us amidst our failings and our so-called weaknesses. To love and to feel loved. This ultimately comes down, in many cases, to a question of whether we feel we can let go 
of what we have done or we can let go of what others have done to us. And this we wrap up in the notion that we've heard today of forgiveness. Today, though not the feast day formally celebrated in the church because we fall on a Sunday, but it's a day when we can remember Our Lady of Sorrows. One must ask oneself, as Mary watched the world take away her son's clothing, as she saw him tortured and wounded, as she saw her son placed on the cross and murdered, how she could forgive us all. And yet, she did. And more than that, Mary now stands in, as the Queen of Heaven, praying for us and leading the charge with the saints, calling upon her Son to care for us in every possible way. One could wonder how centuries ago, as St. Jean de Brébeuf, who we honor here, along with the other Canadian martyrs, could be tied to a post naked, and as his skin was being peeled away, and a hole pierced in his chest to consume his heart, he could say to his torturers, we forgive you, we love you, one wonders how he could not only do that, but want them to come to know Christ still so that he preached to those who caused him torment. And in that moment of fire and violence, of fear and hatred, that he could have a soul and heart of forgiveness. And more than that, reach out in a kind of love to those who wanted to annihilate him from this world. And then there is Christ himself, who suffering what he did, rose in love and forgiveness, and in his last words asked that all of us be forgiven for our transgressions against him, only to rise and be for us that person who loves us the most in this world. Today we are invited to reflect on these truths and to ask ourselves, who is the person in my life that I need to ask for the grace from God to be able to truly and sincerely forgive? And also to ask ourselves, what is going on in me, in my mind, in my heart, that would make me think that I could not be loved? For St. Jean, Our Lady, and Christ, 
show us the way today into that invitation to love and to be loved. And so let us stand together and proclaim our faith in God and Church. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. Having professed our faith in the living God, we now turn to him with our desires and petitions. Let us pray for our world that dwells within the body of Christ, that there may be healing in places of conflict and peace in places of war, that we may grow in a grace of forgiveness to our brothers and sisters. We pray to the Lord. Lord Let us pray for all people in Christ's church who long in their hearts to love and to be loved, that this grace may open up in them new life. We pray to the Lord. Lord Let us pray for the poor, we remember those especially around us in this community who stay at guest house. Let us pray for those who suffer from mental illness, remembering especially those in this community at Waypoint Catholic Medical Center. Let's pray for those who are sick and all those who require the loving hand of God in their lives for healing. That this may come to be, we pray to the Lord. Let's pray for all pilgrims who join us this day, that in their search with the martyrs for healing and renewal in mind, body, and soul, they may find new life in Christ. We pray to the Lord. Let us pray for vocations to priesthood, to religious life, and for those entering into the sacred bonds of marriage that those called may respond with a sincerity and openness of heart. We pray to the Lord. We take a moment in silence to offer our own prayers to God. We pray to the Lord. 
counting always on our Blessed Mother who joins us as we look to her Son. We say together, Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed be the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Saint Jean de Brébeuf, Saint Gabriel Lallemand, Saint Isaac Jacques, Saint Charles Garnier, Saint Noël Chabanel, Saint René Goupy, Saint Joseph, Patron of Canada, Holy Mary, Our Lady of Sorrows and Queen of Martyrs.
Pray, sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be made acceptable to God, the Almighty Father. Look with favor on our supplications, O Lord, and in your kindness accept these your servants' offerings, that what each has offered to the honor of your name may serve the salvation of all. Through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and just. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God. For you so loved the world that in your mercy you sent us the Redeemer to live like us in all things but sin, so that you might love in us what you loved in your Son, by whose obedience we had been restored to those gifts of yours that by sinning we had lost in disobedience. And so, Lord, with all the angels and the saints, we too give you thanks, as in exaltation we acclaim. Indeed, holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy, therefore, these gifts, we pray, by sending down your Spirit upon them like the dewfall, that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and, giving thanks, broke it and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice. And once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, 
which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The mystery of faith. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, remember Lord, your church spread throughout the world and bring her to the fullness of charity, together with Francis, our Pope, and Thomas, our Bishop, and all the clergy. Remember also our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection, and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Blessed Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles, with our holy martyrs, and all the saints who have pleased you throughout the ages, we may merit to be co-heirs to eternal life and may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. the Savior's command and formed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Savior, Jesus the Christ. For the kingdom, power, Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church, and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. 
peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other a sign of Christ's peace. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Happy are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.
The Jesuit fathers have been informed that the fire suppression system in this beautiful church needs to be replaced this year. The total unexpected cost of the project is $275,000. We have therefore begun a Tuni drive this season to pay for the project. If every pilgrim and visitor who comes this season each time gives an extra Tuni, $2, by God's grace we would have the funds required. At the back of the church is a small plastic church where you may place your Tuni. Any support would be greatly appreciated as we care for this holy site. Thank you for your generosity. Let us pray. May the working of this heavenly gift, O Lord, we pray, take possession of our minds and bodies so that its effects and not our own desires may always prevail in us. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. I wish to thank you all for being here today, for committing this day to prayer, to walk with the martyrs, to grow in love with Christ, perhaps to be with Our Lady of Sorrows, it is a great joy for us to welcome you, and we continue to do all we can to maintain this beautiful space for you to come and pray. Your generous support helps us very much, and we are extremely grateful for it. I'd also like to thank again Father John for celebrating with me. It's always nice having a brother, brother Jesuit up here at the altar and in the sanctuary. And please know, Father, we'll be praying for you and your important work of accompanying men discerning a vocation to the society. Thank you for your mission. Just a final announcement to remind you that good news, our cafe is now open again on the grounds. So if any of you are interested in having something to eat, you can go and try it out. It's been closed for the last couple of years. Now it's been renovated and it's open again and we hope that you enjoy it and that it adds a little something to the time that you spend with us. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Mass is ended. Go forth serving the Lord through your lives. Thanks be to God. Hymn 796. I dance in the